Welcome to the Typical Life Coach Podcast. My name is John Strasser, and I am your host. And as we're getting started in this week's episode, which, by the way, is titled How to Make More Moolah and Charge More Moolah or Money, I want to share that I'm here for the same reason you are, which is to find ways better ways, ways that serve me and serve the world better to impact or serve the world. And I just want to start this episode by reminding you that there is a power. There is an unfolding force in the world that loves you, that supports you, and that has your back and it is right now fall we're moving almost into november and during this past summer not long after my beautiful family and i my wife natalie and our daughter savannah after we moved to the north georgia mountains i was taking savannah out to lake burton to a place called timson cove and it's a swimming area and she and i we would go several times a week down into the water there's sand there's rocks it's absolutely stunning the mountains in the background the beautiful mountain cabins and when we would play on the beach and in the shallow water every once in a while a speedboat would come by and make a lot of waves and when the waves would hit the shore savannah would climb into my lap and i would hold her because she would be scared and when i think about this power that exists this force in the world this unending love that is available to you i think about her and how i hold her and how i protect her and how i have your back and i just want to remind you that you have access to that power and that you're being guided you're inspired and you're in the right place so as we get started in today's episode obviously this is a different vibe than the normal vibe i'm up extremely early feeling very connected very slowed down focusing on doing my own thing, paving my own way, and not caring in any way what people think. And so in today's episode, it's a funny, doesn't sound that funny right now in the context of this vibe. It's a uh, a funny focus or title, right? How to make more moolah and charge more moolah. And what making more money and charging more money is it's simply the representation of the amount of impact that we're making as coaches so i can say this is about making more charging more and really at its essence this is about impacting more this is about being more effective. And I want to start off by saying that at this point, we have some 240-something five-star Google reviews and that to, over the last few years, receive 
that many five-star reviews. And in fact, we have one four-star review. It has taken an immense amount of work. I, I cannot tell you how much work we've put in to serve people in a way that we have nothing but amazing reviews. And at the same time, I want to start this episode by acknowledging that amid some 240-something five-star reviews, having that one four-star review humanly, naturally brings up some attachment. Because I can't help but think, and I know the person who left the review, I can't help but think, what happened? Why four star? What was it that we could have done better? You know, and and look at all we did, and then you come back with a four star. You killed our perfect five star rating. So just want to acknowledge that the goal in this business is to become completely unattached. And it's probably the goal in life, or at least one of the goals, to be completely present and unattached to life. In some circles, it would be to let go and let God, right? Just be present. Just be. Just let it be. Just live into the flow. So that's the goal. Not always easy. So in the context of this uh, episode for today, how to make more, how to charge more, I'm going to bring in some questions, some themes, some some things that have shown up recently in our world. And I want to honor one particular coach, in fact, who brought most of these questions and themes to us. And I'm going to ask Uh, I'm going to share some questions, right? So a a question that came is, how do you separate trying to meet people and make genuine connections without having some kind of attachment or that thought in the back of your head that, hey, this person can be a potential client? And the idea with this or to add a little bit more is uh in the some more context here is that you know this coach's hope is to have people he knows friends family experience his coaching and then refer people and he can start to build his business through word of mouth and referrals and then the challenge which is the normal challenge is is thinking you know, will this work? Can this work? Are there any other ways or avenues that I should go down uh, in order to make money, get clients, right? Create clients. And uh, the first response I have really, and, and this comes from the collective experience of the insight coaching community. This is my experience, my personal experience. And this is the experience of all the coaches, you know, hundreds of coaches, over the uh, past several years who I've uh, coached, mentored, been in contact with, been in the, you know, been in the trenches with, right? Building this business with. How do you separate that? Well, you don't, you know, in a sense you don't. And in a sense you do over time. It takes 
time. The number one way to become less attached or to eventually get to a place of unattachment in terms of outcome, right, is to fail. And failing comes from doing. The more you do, the more action you take, the more you will fail. And the more you fail, the less attached you'll be, the less in your head you'll be, the more committed you will become to what you're doing. And so how do you make genuine connections? How do you connect with people without being overly focused on, eh, could they be a client? You just do it. And you do it from a loving place of being of service. So one thing that you can do is you can set an intention each day. You know, you can wake up in the morning and to me, you absolutely, you absolutely must have an empowering morning spiritual practice. This is what I have. I am recording this episode at five o'clock in the morning. I've been up since a little bit before four. I have read spiritual literature. I have listened to beautiful spiritual music. I have meditated on different intentions. I mean, I have spent time going really deep. And one of the things that came up for me this morning was just this immense love I have for my child, how proud I am of her for paving her own way. This young lady, turning two very soon, she she just does whatever she wants. In fact, took her to the local gymnastics and tumbling center for her class last night. We go every week. Sometimes I go. Most of the time, Natalie goes. Oftentimes, we go together. And every week, our daughter does not participate or cooperate well with what the program is. Everyone's doing the thing that the teacher says that they need to be doing, all these little children, and she's just running free. She literally runs all around the place and just gets into what she's not supposed to, and she does not go along with the program. And And so in my morning practice where I'm getting really connected and really focused on what I'm doing, that came to mind. And I was feeling so much love and so much gratitude. And I was feeling so inspired by her. And, and that's what inspired me to just get some beautiful music to start this episode and do it differently, right? Just do it how I want to do it. So that's what this is. So then this goes back to my share on this topic, which is, again, over time, it gets easier. And so many coaches out there, they do so little coaching. They do so little connecting, right? You want to make a genuine connection with somebody without being focused too much on could they be a client? Focus on the connection and create the intention in the day, in the beginning of the day that you are, you are in this to serve right? I am in this to serve. And then what happens, what's so beautiful is that in the beginning of your journey, it's truly about serving the other person. And then in your own growth, what you see, what you come to personally experience, right? Insight, 
profound internal realization, personal realization, what you come to realize is that serving people is serving you. Serving people when it comes to charging money and making money and all these challenging and sometimes almost taboo topics, that is in service to them and that is in service to you. So it it, it gets easier. Uh, as far as making more money or building an impact or creating greater impact through people you know, family, friends, the more you know people, the more people will be willing to engage in some form around your coaching, whether it's personally or directly with them or the indirect invite, the referral ask, you know, who do you know, right? Sister, brother, mom, cousin, best friend, longtime friend. I'm passionate about coaching. This is what I'm doing. Who do you know who would benefit? And coaches since millennium, right, will report that the majority of their paid clients were people that they knew. It's much more rare that it will be people that they don't know. So that being said, the main focus need be on knowing people. Uh, yeah, that feels right to me. Next topic that I want to cover in this larger context of, again, how do we make more money is this question that showed up and often shows up, which is what is the one thing that's going to move the business the furthest, the fastest, right? Outside of coaching as many people as possible to start. I mean, I'm always talking about you need to be coaching. You need to be coaching as much as humanly possible. The answer to that, what's going to level you up? What's going to move you in this business the furthest, the fastest? It's very simple. It's charging more. And charging more or even just charging and coaching is so relative. It, 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 it's unbelievable the experiences that I've had with coaches, my own experiences, but more so with coaches who have come into my world and particularly into our community in the first class of what uh, more than five years ago became our insight coaching community and the ICF accredited training and all this stuff. In the first cast, there was a young lady who was uh, 23 or 24. And I mentioned that because there were lots of stories that came up around, could I be coaching people who are older? And essentially everyone or most everyone who she had connected with and was beginning to coach in some capacity and gifted sessions mostly uh, were all, all gifted sessions actually to start. They were older, you know, and that that's a common uh, challenge and understandably so that shows up for younger people you know who am i or for for those of us who haven't worked in a corporate space and somehow might coach people who do work in a corporate space or people who haven't uh, coaches who haven't run businesses and then can i coach someone who owns a business and just all of these stories and fears that's a separate topic so this young lady in her uh, first real proposal with what became her first 
paying client, she charged $2,800 for three months, three months of coaching. And that was unreal. I, I was amazed. She reported that back to me and to the rest of us in the, you know, in the program. And I just couldn't believe it. And it, it was the beginning uh, for me of really seeing, gosh, you know, one coach is charging, you know, 500 bucks for three months because they're new and another coach just out the gate charges 2800 and gets it. It's happened again and again and again, especially it's interesting around three month packages with brand new coaches. There's something about the three month package between, you know, 2500 and three grand that has, I've seen it work again and again. So how do you move further faster? <laughs> Charge more in the beginning. And uh, what happens too, in addition to you making more, in addition to the client as a result being more committed, because that's really what it is. Client is going to be more committed. And you know this, if you paid somebody 2800 upfront for three months of coaching, you're going all in. If you paid somebody 300 it's easy to not go all in. It's hard to go all in with that because you probably have a lot of other things that are making you busy and would allow you to not focus entirely on what it is that you really want for your life. So next topic is this idea that we talk a lot about around when you're enrolling a client when you're bringing a client into your world and talking with them about a paid agreement to coach together, the question that showed up is, you know, you're asking them what they want to accomplish. You know, you're asking them what they would love and hope to explore in the coaching. Um, what if you propose your coaching at, you know, a certain pretty high fee amount to start? It's perfect context for what I was just talking about. Thousand a month, and then they um, they balk at that amount, right? You know, can you then say, well, it will be uh, you know five hundred a month, right? Let's say three month package, a thousand a month, coaching session every week. They say, oh, that's way too much. Can you? reduce the fee, have less coaching sessions. For some, for most, it's Zoom looking directly at another person face-to-face. -face. And for some, but not nearly as uh, many as it used to be, it's phone calls. So, you know, can you uh, reduce what you offer? And you absolutely can, right? Now, remember, what you're doing in the enrollment conversation is you are describing for them, once you've helped them create the vision for what they would want for the coaching, you're describing for them what needs to happen in terms of how many months, how many sessions, all of these type of logistics. So in order to make more money in this business, whatever you do and however you choose to run your business, run it in a way that you are absolutely certain. That's the biggest thing. So that when you say to somebody, okay, so if we decide to work together, we're going to work on this. We're going to go for this. 
we're going to do this. We're going to focus on this. It's a, it's a beautiful vision. And here's what needs to happen. You know, those words, here's what needs to happen. We need to work together for the next three months. We need to work together for the next six months. We need to have this many sessions. We need to focus on this first. And those words, so that, right? So, so you want to be, so the idea with this is you want to be professional and professionals are prepared. So let's say you decide to build a business where if someone legitimately can't afford your rate or your fee or your package, and you want to reduce what you charge them and then reduce how much you serve them or how many coaching calls you offer them, be prepared. Decide ahead of time on what is your minimum you will accept and what that looks like in terms of how much support you're offering them and uh, and show up with that ready to go. So the next question or topic that came up is around combining different aspects of what we do, right? Most life coaches have other areas of expertise, training. We've had coaches, I've had clients who were yoga instructors in addition to life coaches, they're personal trainers, they're nutritionists, they're Reiki healers, you know, just tons of different modalities, right, that come together. And and the question that showed up and that shows up, because I'm sharing questions, and then these are topics that are universal in the coaching space, is can I create a business that combines my skills and my different modalities, or should I focus on coaching separately? And the beautiful news is, if you want to make more money and make more impact, then build it how you want it, because how you build it is how it becomes. And the essence of coaching, this is the kind of coaching that I'm doing, that we're doing. This is insight coaching or pure coaching at this higher level, is that the essence is that you can create whatever you want. And people come to us or we connect with people and they're interested in continuing to be in our world, however it happens. They do so in part because they they recognize the possibility in creating their life. So it's our responsibility as coaches to be creating our own life, to be creating our own business and to be doing whatever we want to do. So one can absolutely combine different modalities, coaching and beyond into a business. And you have to be careful that you're not finding a way to not really go all in with one thing. So I personally, so while I'm saying you can build it how you want, you can create it any way and do you. I have found personally that it is best for me to just do one thing until I absolutely master it and until I turn it into an incredibly profitable path, right? So it is my recommendation, my own personal experience, best to focus on one thing 
and just blow it out of the water before moving into a lot of other things. It's this idea. What is this quote? A master of, uh, what is that quote? A master of none, master of, uh, oh, who cares? But you know the quote, that people who have tons of skills are never really masters at any one skill. You become a master at coaching that when somebody steps into the sacred coaching space with you their world is never the same you will do extremely well and then you'll create the money which then creates the time and the space to incorporate other things or just do other things yeah so around i want to share a little bit around uh you know, we're we're getting our message out there, right? We're what are these different ways we we oftentimes coaches and I've made fun of this uh, on podcasts, of course, business cards. You know, can I throw that away for you? I have business cards. I have handed them out to people who threw them away. Uh, we've almost never, you know, again, this is the collective experience and consciousness of hundreds of coaches taking tons of action. Heart-centered coaches too. Very different energy than the, you know, funnel builders and that whole side of coaching that is a lot more focused on just pure profit and buying into sort of this high ticket culture, right? So we 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 just show up differently, more professionally, more heart-centered, more aligned. So in our world, just haven't seen business cards work out really well, particularly because it's so passive. It's so uh, unproactive. It, it's like, here's some information for you to hold on to on this thing that is really confusing life coaching. You know, I know life coaching, you, you, you know, and you wouldn't say this to somebody, but this is what I'm saying in my head. I know life coaching, you have no idea what it is. It sounds confusing. It sounds dumb. It it sometimes might sound like me as the life coach, I'm going to shame you. I'm going to make you feel wrong. One of the biggest fears of people is to be made to feel wrong. Life coach represents some person, some guy, some gal who has figured it all out and they're living their life in the in the best way and now they go out and they they identify ways that other people are not living their life not fulfilling their potential and then they help point them out and 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 in the end you feel really bad people know at an unconscious level at least consciously usually but more so even unconsciously deep down inside they know they're not living their potential you know that this is why people are so this is sort of going into another topic but this for just a second this is why people are so hard on people you know how you see other people is actually how you see yourself what you get triggered by other people is actually what you're judging in yourself right so just think of how easy it is to be judgy to be looking out at the world and its people and and just thinking, oh, they're so dumb, they're doing it wrong, all these kinds of things. It's just a reflection, sadly and beautifully, of how we see ourselves. So challenge with marketing approaches, uh, with uh, putting your you know name of your business on your car, uh, cold calling people, uh, putting signs up, business cards. It, it just doesn't work that well 
And sometimes it reeks of neediness. And the reality is the growth in your coaching business will take some time. And it's much more of an inside job. I said this, I say this, it, it's an inside job. And there's lots of things that get worked out, get healed, get evolved in the process of coaching, like people-pleasing, like over-concern what people think. Over-concern with what people think, or it's really what we think they think when they probably don't think that, and they probably aren't thinking much at all about us. They could care less. That is a killer for people in this business. And the reality as well is that if you had no concern with what people think, you you just didn't let it keep you from taking action and you were or you get to or you are entirely focused on your purpose of raising the vibration of the world through your coaching, leveling up the world through your coaching making an impact on the world through your coaching, you know, whatever it is, it's one of those or something similar. When you're completely focused and passionate and committed to that, if you could get to that place without worrying about what people think, you would just start talking to people left and right about your coaching and your business would build immediately. Yeah. That, that, that's the reality of this, right? So, so it, it, it's, it's taking the action, you know, it's getting better at doing the thing and and mostly doing the thing is getting to know people and then getting in their world more and then coaching them coach people as a gift be coaching right uh there there were some questions too around payments uh, something that i do is not common and that is when I am engaging with a prospective client and they have decided to enroll, whether it's one-on-one coaching, a group coaching program, or the insight coaching community, whatever it is that I'm offering, I will take the payment directly over the Zoom or over the phone or in person. I do not send payment links. I do not send bills that they then pay. I take the payment And then I set them up if they're going to be making payments on automatic payments. Uh, I can't advise on what specific payment tools to use. I can just suggest to you that you have some kind of payment processor that will take automatic payments so that you don't have people who receive a bill in their email and their email is jammed with tons of emails and they're busy and they're not paying it. And then they come to the coaching session and they haven't paid. That is one of the most challenging experiences to have. I had those experiences early on. You know, I had a woman early on who would mail me a check and I I accepted that. I said, sure, you know, because I was Mr. Yes. I was, let's make the customer happy. That was a horrible experience. The check would come, she would uh it would come late. I was checking the mail. I was like needing the money and uh and then I had to go and deposit it. This was before there were, you know, the, you had some apps for banks, but I don't recall any ability to 
deposit it right from my phone like you can now. So I had to actually go to, it was the CD bank in New York City and deposit it, you know, and, oh no, you know, so, so I, I just, anything around payments, anything about taking, you know, collecting your fee in the, in the, in the most immediate and direct way, that's what I vote for. And, and even how I take payment directly from people, you know, you say, I'm a yes, I am, I'm committed, Strasser, I'm going to do it. Great. What's your credit card number? <laughs> I mean, the, the commitment isn't in, I've decided to do it. That does not count. The commitment is pay, pay me the money. That's the commitment. And that's not only the commitment for them, that's the commitment for you. And you know it is because saying, oh, well, congratulations. I'm so happy you have decided to sign up. I will email you a link tomorrow. And then three days later, seven days later, 10 days later, they haven't paid still. They're probably having second thoughts because deep down inside, people don't want to do this work. They just want what the work will get them. They don't want to do the work though. And so my gift to my clients is I I make payment the most important first step. Payment is made directly, no waiting. Then you're all in, you're ready to go, and then we can start the coaching. So none of these issues around have they, you know, these are common issues that show up. They haven't made their payment, but we're about to have our next call. Let's say client is making monthly payments haven't paid for this next month. Let's say uh, this next month is November. They're supposed to have paid by the end of October. Our first call in November is on November 5th. They haven't paid. What to do? Who man, not a good place. You, you really want to take care of the payment, have that not be an issue, and focus entirely on serving the client. So let me ask you a question. What could you commit to changing in your life or in your life coaching business that would serve you? I want you to think about that question. I'll ask it again and then take some action. So what could you, what could you listening to me right now, what could you commit to changing in your life? or in your life coaching business that would make it more about you or serve you.